Perspective Audio Podcast, broadcasting out of the Rio Grande Valley of South Texas, hosted by Christian Salinas. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. I am your host, Christian Salinas. Now, anybody who knows me personally knows that I'm not actually a very huge sports fan, but I have to admit, even I'm a little disappointed with what's going on with the NBA, or I should say, lack of an NBA season uh, this year. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, uh, the NBA season uh, should have started earlier uh, this month, but it hasn't, and uh, up to date, there haven't been any games. And uh, I wanted to know more, a little bit more about what's going on and what's going to happen uh, with the NBA, so I figured uh, this would be a good time to catch up with a former guest, uh, semi-pro football player uh, Gerald Salinas. Uh, Gerald Salinas is uh, also, uh, aside from being a semi-pro football player, is a huge sports fanatic. So I figured uh, today would be a good time to sit down and talk to him and see what uh, what he thinks about what's going on with the NBA. First of all, Gerald, thanks for taking time to talk to us. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, now, okay, well, I guess we'll start from the very beginning. When exactly were the NBA games uh, supposed to start, or when did they usually mm-hmm. start? Well, the tip-off, the actual regular season was supposed to kick off on November the 1st. That was supposed to be tip-off night. But due to what we're going to get into, that didn't happen. All right, so what, so what is going on? Why aren't there any games? Because of the CBA, CBA being the collective bargaining agreement. Uh, in other words, you know, uh, it's a dispute between the owners and players, kind of like the NFL. It's exactly the same thing. The dispute between the owners and players of uh, how how they're going to split the revenue and uh, of the inc- the annual income that they get. Now, uh, when you say re- revenue, that's, uh, I guess, just from overall ticket sales? For, yeah, exactly, from overall ticket sales, the TV ratings. I mean, everything comes into play when it says that. Um, it's a, a billion-dollar industry, pretty much. It's not as high as... Uh, I may be wrong. It could be just close to a billion, but... Um, you know, everybody wants to get their share, so they were trying to figure out uh, what's the best way to work things out. No, I mean, I guess, you know, obviously you're not a part of the negotiations or anything, but what... I wish I was. <laughs> what exactly... Um, who, who would, in your opinion, uh, is it to blame? Would, do you think it's really more the owner's fault or is it the player's fault? Well, I mean, look, when you have, like, for example, I mean, there's two of us, right? You, you and myself, and... Uh, you know, we're arguing about something. Of course, you're going to point the finger at me and I'm going to point the finger at you. It's kind of what the owners and players are doing. Um, nobody wants to be shorthanded in the deal. I mean, if there's $100 right in front of us, you want to get $50, $51, I'll probably get $49, right? I mean, nobody wants to get the short, short end of it. But to blame, that's the question you asked me. It's kind of hard to say. I, right now, I'm really blaming the players because they're just being so, it's too much pride. I mean, they're being so stubborn right now. The owners are obviously wrong, obviously, but they're the owners. I mean, without the owners, you can't, you're not going to have any NBA teams or any NBA players. I mean, it, it could go the other way around too, but the owners are always going to be on top. I mean, you, you just you just can't beat the owners. So, the players right now, what they did is they, they went through a negotiation Apparently, they didn't like anything that the, that was offered as far as the owners giving them a deal. So what they did right now is they de- decertified 
everything, which which means they took, they went from negotiating, and they took it to the courts. Now, by them decertifying de this uh this whole NBA lockout, it means they canceled more games. So now that the now the the games are canceled through uh, December the fifteenth, but if they get a deal done because the players took it to court, that's gonna take more because now they have legal actions to uh, consider. Uh, court dates are not going to go out of the way just to please the uh, NBA players or NBA owners. So that's more time that's going to be taken away. So by that, even even if they get a deal done by November 15th, I mean, those games are canceled already. So if they get a deal done by that time, there's still 30 days that the players have to train. I mean, that's like a mandatory thing. They have to train. They have to uh, free agents, uh, the salary caps, uh I mean, the, the arenas right now, they're not being used by NBA uh, players or owners, so they have to get ready by that. They're being used by everything else, right? Concerts, whatever, hockey. But uh, they still need a lot of time, plus the legal negotiations. Now, those are going to take more time because, you know, they got lawyers and judges and everything to consider. So, right now, I mean, it's kind of hard not to blame the players because they took it this far. But, I mean, I'm blaming <laughs> right now. I don't know. I guess me being an NBA fan... And uh, I just want to see some NBA. I'm 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 pretty angry by the fact that they did this, that they just couldn't get a deal done. I mean, they had a deal in place. The owners gave him a pretty legitimate on paper. I mean, I don't know the full details. You know, I just know the the overall details. But it looked pretty good to me. And the owners didn't. I mean, the players didn't like it. I'm sorry. And they decided to decertify their case. And well, now we're stuck with no NBA. So, uh, as far as you're concerned, that does it seem like? Uh... Or is it even possible that that the NBA season uh, could actually be canceled? <clears throat> oh yeah, oh yeah, it's very possible. Um, you can't really say right now. I mean, who knows? Maybe a miracle might happen that we could get gains within the month of December. But let's just put it this way: if there's no Christmas game, which I was really excited to uh, to see, if there's no Christmas game, then Forget about the NBA season. Forget about it. Because our best shot with negotiation, without the decertification, was having the season on December the 15th. Having the tip off there. And we'll still have 72 games as opposed to 82, which is a regular full season uh, NBA schedule. But if there's no Christmas games, then you can just forget about the rest of the season. Now, uh, I guess... uh... Just you as a fan, you've you've already mentioned that you're you're upset. But do you think this is going to affect uh, how you view the NBA from now on? It it kind of does. Yes, I mean a part of me, a very little part, wants to. If if they even decide to have a 50 game season, I feel like just boycotting the whole thing. Um, I mean, but I'm just that's just a little part of me. You know, it's just it's hard not to take it personal. I mean, I don't know any of the players, I don't know any of the owners, but as a fan. As a fan who helps in their uh, production of money, uh, in status, in popularity, I feel like I do have the right to be angry. I feel like I do have the right to boycott it if I feel like it, which I'm probably not going to because I do love the sport that much and the players and the and the teams and all that. But uh, I don't know. I'm just you know, it's just really, just really upsetting that I don't have any NBA right now. Now, you mentioned how you you've been affected as a fan, but uh, I can imagine that uh, there are no being uh, no professional basketball games 
being uh, being held anywhere. Uh, how how is this affecting, as far as you're concerned, um, other people, sort of the behind the scenes people? Oh, behind the scenes people. Oh, you have to. I mean, they're being affected. Look, the right now the NBA players they're missing games. They canceled games from all the way through December fifteenth. I think even past that a little bit. Um, that means they're not getting a paycheck. The players, the superstars, the guys we watch, they're not getting a paycheck. What about the guys who set up the arenas? What about the concession stand people who get a paycheck just by doing that? Uh, the extra traffic workers when you have to deliver, when you have to, you know, direct traffic when it gets, when it gets packed at the stadiums because of the NBA games. What about the ticket holders? I mean, stub.com. I mean, the, the other, other .com. I'm, they're not going to get anything, too, because they're not producing. Nothing's happening. So what are they going to sell? There's not going to be as much hours given to them, too. I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, the people who clean up the stadium afterwards, I mean, they get paid, too. They're not doing that for free. Um, the cities, the restaurants, all around that NBA stadium on game night, they're going to lose a lot of money. Because why? They're not going to go. They're not going to go watch a game. They're not going to feel hungry afterwards. I mean, could you even imagine the alcohol that's not going to be sold. I mean, hey, people love watching games with their beer. But, look, here's an example. When LeBron James left Cleveland to go to Miami Heat, there was a report on how the city of Cleveland, especially around the arena, but they mentioned that they lost, oh man, I can't really remember the, the exact amount, but it was millions that they lost just by one player. By one player in LeBron James leaving Cleveland. Could you imagine no games at all? Nothing. They're losing they're losing out on everything. I mean this is a domino effect. It goes with the owners, goes with the players, goes with the fans, goes with the people behind the scenes like you mentioned. I mean look, for example, this year I wanted to I live down south. You know, I'm I'm pretty far away from San Antonio. I wanted to go watch a San Antonio games for uh a San Antonio San Antonio, I'm sorry. San Antonio Spurs game. I wanted to see one. Which meant I had to pack for gas. I had to rent a hotel. I had to go buy you know food because I'm gonna be hungry. I'm gonna buy the tickets. Of course, you can't mention you can't forget about the game. The beer, like like I mentioned too, I'm not a heavy drinker, but I, I'm I have my beer right now and then. That's all money that I am not gonna spend. I mean, yeah, that works for me. I'm saving money, but at the same time, what about the gas station? What about the hotel? The tickets? I'm not gonna buy them. I mean, that money is not gonna go anywhere towards that. So, it just, I mean, it's a domino effect. It affects everything. Believe it or not, everything. Okay. Well, obviously, this is a, an issue that uh, resonates uh, all over the country, maybe even all, all, over, all over the world, but definitely here in the Valley. And uh, we see that uh, it is something that uh, is going to be discussed uh, for, a while, uh, for a while to come. So, thanks, uh, Gerald, for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, I also wanted to bring up the, that... Um, you're a uh, semi-pro football player, and the football season uh, is coming up, from what I understand. Oh, yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, for those who are listening, this Saturday, we're on November the 19th. We're actually having tryouts um, for any player who wants to join. If you want more details on that, just go to the rgcvenom.net website, and it'll have all the details there. All right, uh, Gerald, thanks. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. And that's it for this week's episode. I didn't want to mention that uh, we will not have a new episode next week, being that it is a holiday week. But I do encourage everyone, especially our new listeners, 
uh, to explore our podcast archive. We have uh, uh, plenty of uh, episodes and interviews uh, that you might have, that you might have missed over the past few weeks. Uh, also, uh, I did want to mention uh, that uh, you can subscribe to this podcast for free on iTunes, or you can use the Stitcher Smart Radio app by going to stitcher.com on your mobile browser. Uh, as always, we welcome all feedback. Uh, you can contact us on our Facebook page, or you can email us at bpscast at gmail.com, or you can look for us on Twitter at bpscast. For Border Perspective, I'm Christian Salinas, and as always, we thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading the Border Perspective audio podcast. You can find archives of past episodes, more information about all our guests, and our most recent contact information on our website, www.bpscast.com. Produced by Border Perspective Studios, an independent digital media company.